Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Yes, sir. This is episode 111. Ooh. And before we go any further, Duke, tell them where they can find us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you guys already know the deal. You can find us on almost any social media platform. You can get at us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. You can check us out on the dangerousjobberswebsite.com, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Basically, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can find us. Just go right over there, type in Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, get LinkedIn, make sure you check out all of our dope stuff now and all the dope stuff we got coming out in the future. All right, man. Starting things off with the wrestler of the pod. He's a reoccurring wrestler of the pod. This is going to be his third time on here. Because as I witnessed, not live, I wish I was live for it, but as I witnessed uh, last night or the night before, wrestler of the pod, Starboy Charlie, Mm. Matt Cardona. There you go. Earning him wrestler of the pod for a third time. Coming for that record. Let's go, boy. Let's go. Starboy Charlie, he been fighting all these he been he been going through the ring of fire. He's been fighting mm-hmm. so many good dudes, but he, he hasn't been winning. So this is like his upset. This is like his one, two, three kid moment where, you know, he, he gets to beat the big name. Uh Starboy Charlie can finally win the big one. I guess none other than Matt Cardona. Um, some are calling it a send-off, but we don't know that Matt Cardona is officially going anywhere yet, so I won't say that. Mm-hmm. But great win for Starboy Charlie, yeah, wrestler man. of the pod for the third time. You go, man. He needed something. Let's go. All right. With more indie news after the wrestler of the pod, Starboy Charlie, the first thing I want to get to is the guy I almost made wrestler of the pod. I'm just winning the New Japan Super Juniors Tag Championship Championship Tournament Cup. Mm-hmm. What do they call that thing? Uh, the Super Junior Tag Tournament. Tournament. Winner of the Super Junior Tag Tournament, Chaos, the team of Leo Rush and Yo. Um, congratulations to them. They will be challenging for the... Uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Championships fighting, I believe, the Bullet Club. I believe so, yeah. So congratulations to them. I'm glad to see Leo back somewhere winning something that matters long enough to stay there and back on top. Um, Chaos is always a good group to join and him getting ahead is always something I love to see because, you know, for so long, it just felt like he never got anything that he could have achieved. But Japan oh, is Japan is turning out to be a good place for him. Actually, I misspoke. The junior heavyweight tag champs are not Bullet Club right now. It's Catch-22. It's Catch-22. TJP and Akira. T- right, right, right. Okay, that's you. this United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, there's so many factions. <laughs> so yeah. many factions. Okay, well, either way, that's going to be great. Leo Rush and Yo versus uh, TJP and who you say? Uh, Akira. And Akira. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. 
one of us has to start getting the new. You know what? I should sacrifice to get the Japanese, uh, the New Japan app. Since yeah, since I'm going to get the Ring of Honor, the Ring of Honor app. We got to keep up with it somehow. Yeah. Yeah, and I found I can I can watch the big events from uh, New Japan Strong. Mm-hmm. I found that out, but I can't I can't watch um, the weekly stuff. Yeah. So I can I can watch the big events, but I after that it's I gotta find the the weekly stuff on the app. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of us will make that sacrifice. But congratulations to Leo Rush and Chaos for winning, dominating really, because I don't think they lost at all during the entire tournament. So congratulations mm-hmm. to them. Uh, following that, Motor City Machine Guns. Okay, already New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. This past week have finally, finally won the Impact Tag Team Championships. Finally. 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 I'm upset Alex Shelley has not gotten a singles title, but it's always good to have gold on mm-hmm. the board. So congratulations for them, dual champions. Um, so it's just them and the Usos out here now. Double champs. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Motor City Machine Guns winning the Impact titles and keeping the New Japan Strong titles. And more Japan news. It does seem official that Sasha Banks is going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. Seems official. It seems official. It seems like we don't have to wait till the Rumble. She might actually be New Japan. I mean, hey, look, I'm I'm at the point where I'm gonna believe it when I see it. That's how I am with everything now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it does seem to be going that way. A lot of people are pointing that direction, but it's it's the best case scenario for her to be honest because. WWE's gotten to a point where they don't really need her. And then, you know, AEW, she's not going to fit over there. We've already had that Jade Cargill discussion. Yeah. And if that's the case and she goes to New Japan, this could probably be the biggest, biggest Wrestle Kingdom that they've had since Jericho's been there. I believe it. I I mean, mean, considering all the names that they have coming out that aren't AEW or not AEW, that aren't New Japan. Like you got Kenny coming from AEW, you have Carl coming from WWE, mm-hmm. and then you throw Sasha in the mix. This is probably one of their biggest open door pay per views that they've had in a while. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. And is I didn't see Nakamura on the card, but Nakamura is supposed to be doing something for Great Muda, isn't he? Yeah, he's. I don't think that's a Russell Kingdom thing though, but he is doing something with Great Muda. Okay. New Japan is making strides to be um, kind of the link between all the indie places right now. With WWE willing to work with them and damn near everybody else. Yeah, kind of. They're kind of becoming the link. I still still stand strong in that theory that next year Survivor Series War Games might be New Japan versus WWE. I can still see it. I feel like somebody from New Japan might actually come up at the Rumble. That's just like a a sneaky suspicion that I have. I'd enjoy that. 
I could see that. I could see that happening. Yeah. Because why not, man? I feel like the Rumble expectation for 2023 is going to be so big because everything else has gone so well, um, including the premium live events. So I, I would hope Triple H being somebody that generally finds what the fans want and then gives it to them that he's going to try to make the Rumble what it used to be. You know, it's it's yeah. still a launch pad for young talent, but as kind of a showcase of anything can happen. So that's what I'm looking for. So I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised about that, but this could be one of the biggest years for Wrestle Kingdom. If they, if Sasha is actually going there and yeah, I guess we'll just, we'll just have to wait and see, but it would be better for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think we talked about that too. It would be better for her style. She'd be a lot more appreciated if she went over to New Japan instead. But leading out of leading out of the New Japan stuff, I just want to get into some small things from AEW. They had, I want to say, a, not a big eventful week, but it was it eventful was, enough. It, it, it was it, eventful it, enough. It had a couple of things going for it. Yeah, there were some key things in AEW this week, especially on Dynamite. I didn't, not a lot of Rampage was great, but in the sense of story, but Winter is Coming was okay. Mm -hmm. So I just want to touch on a few things from there and then we'll get to the big WWE stuff. First thing, it seems like the next people for the acclaimed are Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Oh my god! How does this keep happening? Didn't I say this a while back? Jeff Jarrett is the guy that nobody is paying to see on TV yet somehow keeps making it on TV. How do Leah? Like, how do we get here? But you know what? I feel like it's good for the acclaim because they're getting veterans. You know, coming off the heels of FTR to get well, coming off Keith Lee and Swerve Scott all the way up to FTR and then to vets such as Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal is kind of impressive as a track record, but I don't, I don't buy current day Jeff Jarrett and I don't know how they're pushing him so far, you know? Look, you know how I'm going to lump him and Kurt in the same category here, Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle. Kurt knew when it was time to stop. Kurt knew when it was the time to not wrestle, but mm-hmm. just make the appearance and still be a draw, just making a, an appearance. Mm-hmm. Jeff is still wrestling and not making a draw while wrestling. Yeah, no, I'm not paying to see Jeff I Jarrett. Would, I would be much more happier if Jeff Jarrett came up, did a promo, did a segment backstage or whatever hit somebody with a guitar every now and then. You don't got to wrestle, dude. Do we know why uh, Sanjay Dutt won't pick it back up? Because no. I, I feel like he just kind of retired on his own. And just... Yeah, like I, I, I've i never heard anything about a career-ending injury, so it just seems like he kind of wanted to step away from the ring. But I'll be honest with you, Jeff Jarrett managing 
Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal is a lot more appealing against the acclaimed. I agree 1000%. Than Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal together. Like, I get the guitar. And you can still do the guitar gimmick. Yeah, you can still hit somebody with a guitar every now and then. We don't need this. I don't need Jeff Jarrett at his age in the ring trying to go with all the young talent. No. It's a new age, man. I mean, the only, I feel like the appropriate time to bring out any old talent is a rumble. That's yeah. that's it for me. Unless we're doing like a birthday or a celebration or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see these guys in the ring, man. There needs to be extenuating circumstances to bring a legend back for an actual match or for an actual feud. Mm-hmm. Like Austin had the extenuating circumstances. One, we're in Texas. Two, you went out kind of rough. You didn't get to go out on your terms. And you had somebody that fit the bill of a perfect match to go with. Mm-hmm. That that would be the ideal send-off for somebody. Mm-hmm. But just to come back and, I don't know, wrestle an epileptic Ric Flair is not the ideal scenario. Yeah. Like it's, that like, it's like Mick Foley coming back after he had his WrestleMania moment. Yeah, like, like nobody... All right. nobody Nobody wants to see Foley come back and wrestle now. Nobody needed that. You know, mm-hmm. like, what are, we, what are we doing here, man? You you set off into the sunset. So I don't know why Jared is getting um, a feud with the tag team champions. I think it's an easy squash for the acclaim, which is kind of sad for Jay Lethal because it still feels like, even though Jay Lethal's character has gotten better, he's still ultimately where he was before. Yeah, he's like, you know, he's like simmering. He's not even simmering. It's like lukewarm. Like he's they, like in a, he's, he's not even in a Chad Gable position. No, it's like, like, the, like the character, you know, is good. Yes. But everything like it's like the ingredients of the of the meal is our top tier ingredients. Mm-hmm. But then the meal itself is like just mediocre. It's like you got all the ingredients for a filet mignon. Yes. And here you are getting a McDouble. Why? What what's ha- what are we doing here? I don't know. But I guess good for the acclaimed. Next thing on the note, off of tag team wrestling. We're still kind of in the tag team wrestling, I guess. Jungle Boy just had a match beating Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. After the match. He calls out W. Morrissey, or Big Bill, as they're calling him now. Yeah. Big Bill. I don't, I mean, I guess I get it. You know, yeah. first name, Big Bill. I don't know. He calls out Big Bill. That's going to take some getting used to. I guess Big Cass. It's, all right. I'm starting to see why they did it. Anyway, he calls out W. Morrissey, Big Cass, Big Bill. Whatever you want to call him. Stokely Hathaway comes out, talks some shit. He goes down. Lee Johnson comes out instead of Big Bill. Then Big Bill comes out. They're jumping him. They lay damn near every move on him. And then the lights go dark. And Hook's music comes on. Mm -hmm. Hook comes out to save the day. Comical, by the way, both these gentlemen are small, Jungle Boy and Hook, but they still seem so intimidated because of the, you know, massive momentum that's behind Hook. 
Yeah. And Hook comes to clear the ring. So now it seems like Jungle Boy and Hook have an alliance. I don't know if it's going to be a tag team thing, but I am sort of interested in Jungle Boy and Hook standing up to the firm. Yeah, I mean, it's odd because it feels like they're just trying to figure out what to do with Hook because you know you got somebody with momentum, but you don't know exactly where to put them. Yeah. And I don't mind the Jungle Boy pairing so much. It's uh, especially if Jungle if uh, Jungle Boy is going to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, I don't mind the pairing that much. I feel like this could be the opportunity to have a stretch where there's two great guys that you know you want to push, but you don't have anything for. Mm-hmm. Finding a way to gain some character. And just accomplish the little things in between. Because I definitely think Jungle Boy wants to get a little further away from Jungle Boy and a little closer to Jack Perry. And I feel like Hook is a good vehicle to do that. Yeah. Because Hook is very down to earth. He's comical in an Orange Cassidy way, but he's also like an everyday badass. Yeah. So you can kind of be more of a more of yourself, more of a normal person around Hook. Yeah. So he can detach himself from the Jungle Boy over characterization and keep it as more of a nickname like Hitman. Yeah. So I'm enjoying that. And I think their dynamic is so different. I love those kind of pairings where there's one guy that's known for the risky stuff and there's one guy that's known for the, the Matt and Jeff dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so used to that. So I think that'll be cool. Uh, I'm not sure where I stand on the firm yet. Since it does seem like they're actually away from MJF. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure where I stand on the firm yet, but I'm okay with the pairing. Yeah, it's, it's it's not the most outlandish pairing that AW has made or any company has made for that matter. And on paper, if it's done the right way, it does have some merit to it. So it's just a matter of seeing where they go with more for Jungle Boy than Hook. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel like Hook is set for a while. Yeah, yeah. And the way that Orange Cassidy is making his character work, where he's still him, but he's able to be a little more amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Hook is gonna get there eventually. We don't not so not too much on Hook, but I think Jungle Boy needs the character development desperately. Mm. I'm leaving that before I get to the world title scene. A little bit on the Ocho Y2J Chris Jericho. Did you see or did you catch wind of his? Uh, other one, two, three kid moment where this guy, what is his name? Action, action, and Andretti is that his name? I believe I haven't figured out how to say his last name, but he picked up a win on Jericho on Dynamite. Uh, complete nobody, at least I didn't know him, and I feel like I know a lot more indie guys now than when we started this pod. Yeah, action Andretti, yeah. Andretti, that's how you say it. 
so yeah, Action and Dreddy picked up a win on Jericho. Um, if he's from Dark, people excuse me. I don't watch Dark or Elevation. I'm sorry. I just don't. I just don't hey, have the time. You you don't know the Philly boy? Oh, he's from Philly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I normally know a lot of the Philly guys too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm blanking on this one, man. But he, Philly guy. So shout out to Philly. Beats Chris Jericho um, in an upset. Uh, thoughts. Hey, I think it's pretty damn cool to be honest with you. <laughs> Especially since he's from Philly, I'll take it. Like the dude's, the dude's twenty four years old. He's young. He's only been wrestling for a couple years. So to get a big win over somebody like Chris Jericho is pretty damn dope, if you ask me. Yeah, I think that puts a lot of. I think it says a lot about Jericho. Yeah, he doesn't mind putting over a younger guy. Yeah, especially somebody so young. Yeah, so so new, so young. I hope this isn't a one-off thing, or if it is a one-off thing, I hope it's an art for this kid, where he like does a string of these. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. But I hope, I hope it's a, I hope it's a, a a month-long thing, hopefully, where Jericho just kind of brings this guy in to put him over. Those are always fun. I've always enjoyed those throughout years of watching TV when a young guy comes in and just starts killing everybody for no, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With no, um, with no real credibility other than being lucky <laughs> and good at what he does. Pretty much. So I'd enjoy that. Um, and that'd be a good one for Philly. Fuck it. All right. Last thing. And then we'll get to the WWE news. MJF went and had a great match with Ricky Starks. Starks looked great. Starks gear looked great. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, this story could continue because he generally just kicked him in the nuts and did a roll up. Yeah. <laughs> After the ref was distracted. So I'm fine with MJF winning. I think we all knew he was going to win. Mm-hmm. I think it could continue because Starks did a great job in his promo the week before. And technically, he didn't win fair. Yeah. I mean, he never does, right? But there's room to continue the story down the line when Ricky Starks is actually ready. So after the title match, MJF is coming back up the ramp. Dynamite Diamond ring champ, fourth time in a row. Retain the AEW title, and on comes Brian Danielson's music as he proceeds to chase him through the arena. Mm-hmm. It is MGF versus Brian Danielson next. What are your thoughts? This is this is strictly just building up MJF for me. Um, if it does come down to these two for the title next. I'm thinking this is only because one, they're about to have that debut show in Seattle. Mm. You know, Danielson's home state, not far from Aberdeen, Washington. Uh, builds up MJF a little bit, giving him a credible challenge after Ricky Starks and Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. And I believe this might be Danielson's first or second challenge for the AEW title. I want to say it's his second. I want to um, say it's his second. I don't know if he ever got a first, though. Was, but I want to say it's his second. Did, did he battle Omega for it when he came in? 
I feel like Omega was the guy he fought for when he came in. Maybe. You know what's the craziest thing? The only thing I remember about Omega's reign is Christian Cage beating him for the Impact Championship. I, I just remember him belt collecting everywhere. Yeah, and that, and that, like little at, at one point, Orange Cassidy was in line. I remember that. Yeah. I don't remember much from the Kenny Omega era because it was never there. Mm-hmm. But, but I want to say twice. Yeah. So I mean, I think this is just strictly a way to build up MJF a little bit. He's probably going to cheat again to win, and Danielson gets a shot at a world title. One of the greatest technical wrestlers of this time. So. I got no complaints with it. It's going to be great. Well, let me leave you with this. Do we think Danielson is ever actually going to hold the AEW championship? Or is this just going to be a thing where Danielson's there to have amazing matches, put young guys over, and never touch the gold? Kind of like a Cody Rhodes kind of thing? Kind of like a Cody Rhodes kind of thing. Because I'm starting to feel like Danielson's been a main eventer and better than everyone else for like a while now since he got there. And it's just kind of an under the radar thing. I say, I'll say if it does happen again, we're going back to extenuating circumstances. It's going to be a time where a lot of people are hurt. Mm where you need somebody with huge credibility to get eyes on your product. Mm-hmm. So that'll probably be the only time, one of the only times Danielson gets a world title. But as far as like if, you know, the ball's rolling for AEW and they want to put the title on Danielson, I don't think it's going to happen. Right? I just don't see it. Just just the way that they have him now, I don't see it happening. Right. I Maybe in ROH. ROH might I'm starting be to feel like ROH is the place where anything is possible. Yeah, he might be the ROH world champion. AEW world champion? I don't think so. Don't see it. Don't see it. Unless it's like a Moxley situation where yeah. they just need somebody that can do it. Mm-hmm. Because Danielson is a proven, you know, um, leader. Yeah, he'll always be one of them locker room leaders. So... I feel like unless absolutely necessary, he's just going to be putting people over and kicking ass. Pretty much. But that's a shame. Who comes back for that, though? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. At, at, at this point, I think he's just glad to be in a ring again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like he's undervalued. No, he's not just, at all. You know, he's in position. Mm-hmm. He's a role player, essentially. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up the AEW news. Uh, Duke, what do we have for the big boys with the big boys play? All right, so we're going to tackle this in a certain type of order for WWE. We're going to do some big news, then the main, then the, you know, middle of the pack news, and then we're going to wrap it up with another big news segment. All right. So the first big news segment I have, again, for the second time in a year, Matt Riddle has been suspended because of popping hot on a drug test. Wait, this is the second time this year? Yes. First time was after SummerSlam. Oh, shit. And this one wasn't wasn't no cakewalk for what he popped hot for. For those of you guys who haven't seen it or haven't seen what it was, this one was cocaine and MDMA 
I could give you the long name for it, but basically the short name for it is Molly. So this dude was, was out here. Molly? Yeah. <laughs> Ec- ecstasy Molly, whatever you want to call it. Coke and Molly, bro. Yeah, th- this man was trying to party for real. We let you have weed and you went to Coke and Molly. <laughs> and, and and what's crazy is this ain't the first time this has happened. Right. You're not even talking is... about WWE. Right. This is yep. this is and this UFC. is why he got cut from the UFC. Damn. The dude. the dude couldn't pass a drug test in the UFC. You gotta go to you gotta go to rehab now. Yeah. I get it. You gotta go to rehab. Especially we gave you now. weed. We let you have weed. We stopped testing for weed. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you got hit on, on Coke and Molly. Mm-hmm. We suspended you with SummerSlam. Then you went back to Coke and Molly. You you gotta go, you gotta go to rehab. You gotta go to rehab. Look, I don't want to sound like an expert on any of these type of drugs because I'm not, but as last that I can remember, they're both out of your system within no. like a week. <sighs> So that means you which had to somebody be, gave him a heads up, which means you had to be using this shit just recreationally. Yeah, you had yeah, to just be doing there's this. There's no way. Fun. There's no way. Like, uh, and the combination together is not is not a good look. It's not. You can explain maybe one, maybe I don't know how you explain coke, but you can maybe <laughs> explain. Look, one. my, but I mean, come on, the duo together, man, come on. And my, and my thing with, with this dude is it's just, at this point, it's embarrassing. Like, yeah. you've already messed up your life, losing your wife. You're already in a custody battle over your kids. You're yeah. making millions of dollars in the WWE, more than you were making in UFC, mm-hmm. by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. They don't ask for, we're not asking for much. We're just asking you to stay clean. We're not asking for much. And the fact that you're a 30 plus year old man who can't stay clean, that raises red flags for me. Mm. It make it makes me think we have another Jeff on our hands. I was just about to say that. That's a sad I didn't want to say it. It's but it's it's true. It makes it seem like you're gonna you're gonna be somebody that's amazing that just has issues. And it kind of makes me wonder, is this the reason all along that they paired him with Randy? I also was about to go to Randy because Randy's got to be upset about it because, hey, man, like I put a lot of stock in you. Not I, spent, only that. I spent like over a year being your mentor, fine tuning you, bringing you up a level. And I don't know. When did Randy go down? Exactly. Randy went I down mean, at SummerSlam. And you fucking fuck up twice. Twice. You shouldn't need another grown man. To babysit you. Check. Yeah, man. You shouldn't need a handler, dude. And like, Randy look, I, and Randy graciously to be the guy handling you. You know what I'm saying? Which is not he's not he's not famous for being the most, you know, open and you know, mentory of guys. But he's been that guy. But he's been, been that there guy. and done that. But he has been I that mean, guy that's been there, Coke, done that, and Coke was never his forte, but no, no. No, if I'm not mistaken, his was the painkillers. But I mean, hey, either way, it's a guy who's been there, done that, came back from that shit. All you got to do is stay clean. It's not that hard. I don't know, man. So I I I feel like 
I honestly hope this. I, I hope the best for this dude. I hope rehab really helps him yeah. because we don't need another Jeff. We don't. We know. I've been waiting for Jeff to go to DDP Yoga uh, for a while now. Yeah, <laughs> DDP Yoga. Go we listen just, to we Mark shouldn't Marrow. even send people to rehab anymore. We should just send them to DDP because yeah. <laughs> because honestly, at this I think point, I feel like the only people that get clean and stay clean are the people that go to DDP for real. You know, L- listen, go listen to some Mark Marrow speeches while you do some DDP yoga, and I'm pretty sure it'll help you out. Everything should be fine, man. But off of that, into some more disturbing news in a different, completely different way. There's rumors circulating the wrestling industry that Vince McMahon is eyeing a return. Never. Yeah, look, I I really hope that this is just hearsay, and I hope that this is just completely false. But yeah. apparently, he's been saying he wants to come back. No, I if I if my if I see my stepdad, my 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 father in law talking about, I want to come back after you know had nineteen million of sex scandals, and the ratings are up. And I'm finally mm-hmm. doing everything you said that I couldn't do. <laughs> and it's close to Christmas and you start talking about you coming back. I'm hitting you with a text like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we are not having Christmas dinner at your house if you about to go back and forth. Look, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. If if I'm a talent that was just you, re-signed yo. and I hear Vince is coming back, I'm going right into Hunter's office and I'm saying, release me. Just, just let me go. <laughs> just let me go. Like if, I, if, if, go. if I'm a Dakota Kai or a Tegan Knox or a Johnny Gargano. If, if, Vince, if, Vince wants, if Vince truly wants to come back, he's a sore loser. Like <laughs> for real. Like, let's be honest here. You know, the worry was the whole time you were there that, oh, Triple H is not going to be the guy and they're not going to be able to run it together and I'm the only one that can do it and blah, blah, blah. Nobody can fill my shoes. And then you finally leave and things are doing exponentially better and going in every direction that we thought it would go. The only reason you would come back is to be spiteful because business is up. Exactly. And when it happened, the only question mark that we had was Nick Khan. Yeah. As it turns out, he's a fucking smart man. I don't so, know if there, I don't know if he's actually making some of these booking decisions or if he's letting Hunter just do it all by himself. Yeah. Either way, Nick Khan is a fucking smart man just for this. Yeah. Ratings yeah. are up. Fans are happy. The you fact that. Some, oh, like, go ahead. No, finish. I was going to say ratings are up. Fans are happy. You're having some of the best segments that you've had in years. Yes. Your factions are amazing right now with the bloodline and the judgment day. Yes. Your shit, women's wrestling, brawling, shit, the 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 brawling brutes, the brawling brutes. Like your women's wrestling is doing good. good. Like even NXT is thriving without Triple thriving. H there. Yeah, yeah. So what's broken right now in WWE? I don't really think anything is broken. The mid card division is no. doing pretty good. I'm starting to believe in Austin Theory. Yeah. Imperium women is all right. Men. Yeah, Imperium Rick, is great. Ricochet's getting a moment in the sun. Right, everything is turning up, man. At this we point, like I, again. At this point, I feel like they could get Drew Gulak to start getting over. Yeah, 
Like, I feel like anything is possible nowadays. At, at, at this point, you can get Tozawa back in the mid-card division. Facts. Tozawa used to be a factor. Uh-huh. Right? And Tozawa's doing the 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 Baron Corbin segments. Yeah. Uh, where they're doing the old APA gimmick in the back. I dig that. Hey, Baron Corbin of, is another one. It does seem very uh, uh, biting to Jerry E, but yeah. I dig it. Like <laughs> Baron saying? Corbin is another perfect example. I love him and JBL right now. Yeah, which I didn't. We did not think was going to happen at the beginning. No, we didn't. But they're but doing I'm, pretty damn good. Yeah, I'm enjoying the segments now. And yeah, dude. And the only What's reason really, to come back yeah. now is to be spiteful. Like. You're going to come back when we got everything running smooth and like. Right. And when you, you was just about to get us out the door and ruin everything. Because <laughs> remember, right before he was just cleaning house with all of them. Mm-hmm. Them and a team was getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right before this. And now everything is running exponentially better. The only reason you would come back is to be spiteful. Because it's not like all oh, the business is failing. I had to come back and save it now that all this is over. No, man. We're doing way better. I think the only thing right now that's going on that I'm not a fan of is Loomis and Miz. And that's not a surprise. And it's not a surprise. And I think they know that, too. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to find a way to mix it up. But it's ending soon. Yeah, like it's it's not terrible right? by any means. Aren't it's they just, supposed to fight for the money this week? This I think so. Week? Yeah, and it's it's not like Dexter and Miz is terrible by any no. means. It's just we're not interested. Yeah, it's just not the most comical thing. Like, mm-hmm. and they they've overdone it. They've run it dry. Yeah, the segments where he was stalking them for a while was hilarious. Um, but they probably should have left it at the first match where he won the money. And the yeah, where he, yeah, the money in the contract. But I'm fine. I'm fine with it. You know, as long as it ends before the rumble. Hopefully it does. Hopefully. Hopefully it ends this week. And then we don't we don't have to do it again. Because but, it's as good as it is for Loomis. For Miz, it's kind of everyday stuff. And for Gargano, it's kind of You don't do this. See, so beneath him. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so beneath yeah. Johnny Gargano. That, that's pretty much what it is for Johnny. It's just you don't do this. You're better than you this. Know, you're better than this, Johnny. Um, so, so, but a part of me also feels like Johnny's sticking around until Ciampa comes back and maybe they could try to intertwine this thing. But I don't, I don't really feel like I'm here for that either. Yeah. You know, I'm ready for Ciampa to come back, drop the Miz and just be on his own, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? Let that be um, the Mania match. Yeah. Why not? We'll see. We'll see what happens. So off of some jarring news and on to some more kind of comical news mm-hmm. did you see the botch this week this past week from top dollar i did not tell me about this top dollar botch okay I, I was i saw the beginning of the triple threat tag but not much of it like not right. much so in the match we obviously know top dollar is a fairly large individual yes and he took it upon himself to be a high flyer Oh, no. He, he took it upon himself to be a Finn Balor, a Rey Mysterio, or AJ oh, no. Styles, if you will. Oh, no. So everyone's outside of the ring. Oh, no. You, I see your face. You can kind of already see where this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he just yeah, points up at the sky, oh, does, no. does his little thing. Oh, no. Runs the one side of the ropes. Oh, no. Tries to do a Tape Suicida. No. 
and I guess his gut. Oh man! Did not make it over when the top. When his stomach rope. betrays you, his stomach and his legs, because he looked like he got no elevation no whatsoever. Hops. No hops. None. His stomach just caught the top rope. Oh, God. He bounced there. Ruined all momentum. Head hit the apron. No. And then kind of just rolled. Uh, Like, didn't hit a single soul. Yet everyone still fell. No. (laughs) Yeah. I will say he landed on his feet. But, you know, I mean, when when it takes that long to fall, I kind of hope you land on your feet. It's it was like you remember when Santino Morello was in the was it Santino? No, it was Kozlov. When Kozlov was in the rumble and he was trying to take himself over the top rope, but he couldn't quite go over the top rope. That's kind of what it looked like, only the opposite way. Yo, man, this is why you practice. I was gonna say this is why, unless you're Keith Lee, you do not jump off of anything when you are a large individual. But there were so many different ways to do this, like you should have talked to somebody. You know, like, I know some things just go wrong. But by the sound of it, you were never going to have the elevation to do this. No, and and I watched it back about six times. He, There was no way, even if he didn't have the gut, there was just no way he was clearing it. He got no elevation, no anything. You if could have did. If his gut would have made it over, his legs would have caught. There was no way in hell he was making that dive. He should have did a roll or he should have just the top rope. He should have just went through the second and third rope and did something like that. Like like what Sasha Banks normally did. I mean, I don't don't always think that the, the, the suicide dive is the most safe either. That sounds hilarious out of context. Um, yeah, you could have did like I don't know. You could have went you know to the top they... turnbuckle and then jumped off the top turnbuckle. That's what I'm saying. You could have did the top rope jump. You could have put both hands on the top and kind of springboarded. Yeah, or flipped over the top holding the rope, mm-hmm. which is really not hard for anybody. You know, yeah. pull back, jump over. Uh, there were so many ways to do this that would not have looked so bad. If you yeah, it was. Do it. It was just bad. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to send you the clip so you can watch yeah, it. But it was that, bad. The way you describe it sounds like he told somebody he could do it, and, and they yes. just believed him. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly, and that's exactly what it looked like. And it they never, like, they never ran it to see. Like, yeah, that, that that is exactly what it looked like. It was Ugh. like sometimes a botch isn't obvious. That was just plain as day obvious. He couldn't do it. He shouldn't do it. Don't the ever let him try it again. Still is hilarious. Yeah, everybody fell, and not a single soul was hit. That is hilarious. I think somebody caught a sneaker, and that was it. And I want to say it was Ivar that caught the sneaker. Oh, man. I don't even think Ivar was in the match, but it might have been Ivar. That's not great for Top Dollar. That's not great for Top Dollar. That's not great for... Anybody that was involved. Yeah, that's not. That's especially not good for Hit Row, though, because you're surrounded by two over-tag teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did see the little brawl between um, the ladies of the of the of the teams. Yeah, Zelina and um, yeah, Zelina Valhalla and B Fat. B Fat. I was I, I couldn't think of B Fat's name. Those are some fucking names. <laughs> Wait, is, is that Sarah Rose's new name? Valhalla. Valhalla. 
Yeah, that's her new name. Hmm. Sarah Logan is officially Valhalla. Okay. Um, they've been comparing her to Max the Impaler a lot, but yeah, she's okay. a Viking. She's a Viking. Yeah, it's it's not, not bad. So off um, of the I was gonna say, off the comical news, I got something else for you. What do you think of Zia Lee coming back with damage control? Is she with damage control? Or is she just is I, that just I their way of bringing her in? I think Zia Lee is just I think she's just coming back. I think that's what it is. Okay. And I think she's just coming back heel. I haven't gotten her character since they called her up the main roster. Mm-hmm. And I still don't understand her motivation. And I'm also very upset that she's the mystery person for the ambush that happened on Tegan Knox. Yeah, it was pretty random, right? Because one, why? Like you never intertwined with each other. But let's get past the why of her attacking Tiganox. Let's get to the why of why did they make it secret if it was just going to be Zia Lee? Yeah, it's not like it was somebody... Thirdly... Amazing. Why did y'all make it a mystery person attacking Zia, attacking Tiganox, Zia Lee, if y'all were just going to tell us it was Zia Lee that same night? Mm-hmm. Why don't just have Zyla attack it? Why do we go through this extra hurdle nobody cared to go through? Mm -hmm. You know, who in the back thought it would be a great idea if nobody knew it was Zyla and then we just told them it was Zyla? I don't know. On a WWE backstage thing. Why? I didn't need that. No. I didn't need that. I didn't need to, I didn't need to think for some part of the night that. Oh, we got somebody else, and it's just Zaylee. Nah, I didn't need that. You could have just told me it was I wouldn't have cared either way. Yeah, like she could have just took the hoodie off right there after she attacked her, and then they really need a long-term story for Zaylee. Is what they need. Yeah, because I don't know what she likes. I don't know what she her motivation is. Y'all told that little anime backstory that I was supposed to care about, but then she came in as a bad guy when we were supposed to be rooting for it. And I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was confusing for me, too. Easy one for Tegan, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Let Tegan get the easy dub. Yeah. Alright, so... Tegan knocks Hardy. Before we get on to the last thing, we have the final episode of SmackDown. On mm. December 30th. Yes. In Tampa, Florida. And the main event will be Sami Zayn. And we're getting the Tribal Chief on a SmackDown. Something we haven't gotten in a while. Competing against Kevin Owens. And Mr. Never Say Guy John Cena. Man. John lost some weight. Did he? <laughs> John lost some weight. He looked like it, right? Yeah. All right. So let so so from the top, we were everyone was wrong. Yeah. 
Um, some people thought he'd be jumped out. Some people thought he'd be um, officially put in. Neither. He's, he's having a tag match on as as uh, right next to the Tribal Chief, which is double the pressure because Roman don't lose. Mm-hmm. So if we lose, we know who fault it is. Yep. And there will be consequences. Mm-hmm. And then for it to be Kevin Owens and John Cena, I don't know, is it is on the last SmackDown of the year is is it's nostalgic. I can't lie to you. It's funny. It's like it's a fun thing. All right, John's coming back for the last show of the year. That's and- cool. He keeps his record intact of having wrestled every year for the mm-hmm. last 20 years. The last 20 years. Sell some cool t-shirts. Um, I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. And I hope that... I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't not even mad know at what to match. expect. Like, I'm not upset about it. No, not at all. John is one of those people that's like... He's like your grandfather stopping by. Like, oh, shit. Hey, what's up? (laughs) And did we just really compare John to a grandfather now? That's what he is, dude. He's like a grandpa. He's like... like, John's grandpa. Randy's the asshole uncle. He's either a grandpa or he's like... He's like the way older brother that went away to college. Like I was gonna say, John's probably like that fun uncle that you that comes that every time he comes by, you know he's gonna slip you a a drink or or so. Or he's the uncle that'll give you that'll give you twenty bucks every time he sees you. Yeah, you know, he's just he's just cool. You know, he comes Mm -hmm. around every now and then to have a good time, and then comes back. You know, the champ is here. I'm da da da. Do my thing. Get all the little things right. Um, Christmas gifts. He's everything we wanted Hulk Hogan to be. So. <laughs> so he's it's cool. everything like, we it's cool want to see cool to, it's cool to see him come back you know uh so it'll be fun to see him team up with kevin uh former biddle rivals to fight Sami Zayn. i feel like it'll be funny as hell yeah i feel I like, feel like whole, this is gonna be a good match i feel like the whole thing will just be hilarious i'm here for it i really am so i'm just excited about it i don't have any predictions I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be funny because at this point, John goes in there and has fun. You know, yeah. like John doesn't go in there with, with like intention or motivations or John just be having fun with the mm-hmm. ring, And he just be pushing this, pushing the story along. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll be in there instigating and we'll get an F5 and a five knuckle shuffle uh, uh, or an FU and a five knuckle shuffle here and there. Mm hmm. I'm just here for the fun, dude. I, I, I hope they go fun. back to calling it the FU, too. I really I do. I want them to go back to calling it the FU, man. Well, Triple H at the helm, that's another thing we want, man. Make it the FU. Right. If no, we're, if no we're slowly going to go back to TV uh, TV 14 or uh, PG-13, what is it called? TV, TV 14. 14. Yeah. If we do go back to TV 14, call it the FU again, man. Yeah, go back to the FU. We don't need to call it the AA. The only AA we need around here is for Matt Riddle. Because don't they still call the other one the STFU, or do they not call it that anymore? No, they just call it the STF. Nah. <laughs> we come from the era where we where they added a U to the end of it. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. It's just going to be fun. I don't have any predictions. Uh, I think this is, I don't know if it's going to be an, an integral part. It could just be a way for them to clean cut Kevin and Sammy. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, it's going to be funny. I, I just John's going to make so. it funny. So, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. I'll be watching. All right. And then the last thing I have to discuss is probably one of the more serious things that we're going to discuss this episode. So this past week, Mandy Rose and uh, Roxy fought for the uh, NXT women's title. Mandy Rose lost her women's title, surprisingly. Damn. And then to top it all off, 24 hours later, we get the news Mandy Rose has been fired by the WWE for the explicit photo being leaked. Now, there's been a lot of things coming out about this, about, uh, you know, how they got leaked, who snitched on her, who went to Mattel with all these things. I just want to get your opinion on how you feel about her being fired because of this, and then I'll give mine. Um, I'll preference this with I be on wrestling Twitter, <laughs> and Mandy does tend to push the line sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. My understanding was Mandy is Sean's girl. Right? Like, Bron is Sean's guy. Mm-hmm. Mandy is Sean's. Ever since Mandy came back and joined Toxic Attraction, they've been the shit. She held that title, I believe, longer than any other women in NXT, except yes. for maybe Oscar. Maybe. But I think I, she might have beat Oscar out too. Yeah, I think she did uh, surpass Oscar, if I'm not mistaken. So I felt like maybe there was a little bit of leeway between, even between the Vince and Hunter era, because she clearly, like, whatever it she was missing on main roster, mm-hmm. she found it down there. Yeah. And she was firing on all cylinders. So it felt like there was maybe a little leeway for her to toe the line a little bit because when the guy essentially that's your boss, right? Essentially managing you, surveying mm-hmm. whatever. When he's Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels was famous for pressing the line, we all know his famous mm-hmm. um new with the title photo, whatever. I assumed because Mandy is Sean's girl that there was a little bit of leeway with her kind of towing the line there. Yeah. And so I wasn't really expecting any, any clap back from it. Maybe, maybe suspension, maybe, Mm -hmm. but they don't really drop anybody unless there's serious allegations nowadays. Yeah. But I guess because it was a site people had paid for to get photos that I don't weren't exactly. It's not like there were news. This is the thing that bothers me. 
It's not like they were nudes. It's just explicit photos. But they, I mean, come on. How many explicit photos has WWE done themselves? You know? And we never fire anybody for them. Mm-hmm. So I guess the difference would be that somebody paid for these. My and thing. Because we don't allow OnlyFans, this technically comes in. I I I think it's all legal. I'm gonna mm-hmm. leave it at that. I don't think it was because she took them. I don't think it's even because of the photos. I think it's because it comes up as a potential argument issue. That it, it, it falls under that third party rule where they can't do Twitch, they can't do cameo, they can't do all that other stuff. Because all it takes is for somebody to say, well, her she still got a thing people pay for to get photos of her. Mm. Why can't I have? And then they you know what I mean? Like they had to, it had to be an example kind of thing. Okay. And I don't think it was her. I don't think it was, I think she should have been surprised because you're the number one girl. You know okay. what I'm saying? You were you're numero uno. So I would have been surprised that y'all let me go because I'm the champ. I've been running shit. Mm-hmm. For years, this shouldn't be an issue. I've had one before. I've had one before these photos leaked. This shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, but I think if your HR or you're somebody from legal, somebody made a call saying, "Well, maybe it's not explicit, explicit photos, but what happens if the next girl is like, okay, well, if we can do this, I should be able to make one of these, and I should be able to make one of these, and then it becomes an argument where." Why are you outlawing OnlyFans, the brand army, or whatever else there is? Because there's a ton of them now. Mm-hmm. If she gets to have one where her photos leak and y'all didn't fire her. My thing was, this was something that she absolutely didn't need to get fired over. I agree, I agree with you I there. totally agree with that. She didn't need to get fired for this. Because if you're firing her for this then you should fire Riddle for fucking up so many times. You should also have fired Paige way back when. When, when her photos, that's her, what I'm saying. Not even her photos, when her whole porno leaked. Right, right. Videos, everything. Mandy yeah. is literally just here taking pictures. That's what I'm saying. It's not like she's getting a load shot on the NXT Women's Championship like Paige was. Right. So and that's where that's where the argument for me is, because I'm like, it's not it can't be because of the photos. It can't be because the photos was leaked. It can't be anything that Mandy did. It had to be somebody from legal. It had to be somebody that found a way to be like, this could lead to us getting sued. Well, there's there's a rumor. I don't know if you've heard it yet, but they're saying that somebody did snitch on her. And the person who snitched, mm. they're saying is Albert. No. That's that's the rumor right now that's swirling. They're saying it was Matt Bloom who said something and then went to WWE. And then that's how Mattel got involved. And that's how they used it as the violation. And that's how she got fired. See, I, I just I hope it isn't true. I hope Albert's not the one to say anything. I feel like Matt should be above that kind of stuff. Come on. But. In my opinion, in my opinion, she didn't need to get fired for this. I mean, I feel like it's totally unnecessary. But I will say this: 
kudos to her for sticking to her guns because even after she yeah, got fired, she still went on Twitter and she she thanked everybody who supported her over the last couple of years, blah, blah, blah. She didn't have sour grapes over it. And she said, don't worry, the website is still up because she was making more money off of the website than she was WWE. They said she was racking in about 250K a month. Well, yeah, dude. And if I'm, listen, if I'm Triple H, I'm honestly kind of, I'm upset. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I'm calling her after and I'm being like, listen. Try to work to, something out. We had to do this. I would try to work something out. If you I was know, gonna. they, we had to do this, but I want you to know it's not a personal thing. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that if we could have you back against, you know, or if we can have you back once all this stuff dies down or whatever, I'd be happy to have you back. Because honestly, she's not a bad personality. No. There's not I, a lot of... there's. I've never heard anybody come out saying ill things about her. Yeah, you've, yeah, you've never heard any allegations against her. She's been on top of the world down in NXT. And she's definitely cemented herself as a main eventer as, as part of Toxic Attraction. Her end ring has got better. Her promos have got better. His look has got better. She had one of the best um, factions down there. So it's just, I would bring her and her husband back. Her fiance. I would bring her and her fiance back. I just don't feel like this was necessary, but I feel like because of legal, they had to do it. And if I was Hunter, I would wait until it dies down. I would tell her, yo, sit tight. Don't go anywhere. We're going to figure this out. We're going to clear it with whoever we got to clear it with. And Mm -hmm. we're going to bring you back because there's no reason that people's entire catalogs can be leaked on Twitter. And you post something where you're almost fully nude and you get fired. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting in the same boat. I would, Am I going to be upset that she's gone? No, but not for the reasons you think. I won't be mm-hmm. upset because I know she'll still be good. I know she'll she'll, she'll still yeah. be fine. She'll still be able to get the appearances. She'll still be, if she wants to, go to other companies. She'll yeah. still be able to do her website, still make her money. She'll still be able to provide for herself in that sense. Yeah. So I'm not going to be too upset that she's gone. I'm going to miss her a little bit because of the stuff she's done in NXT. Absolutely. Had this been Mandy like three years ago, I wouldn't miss her, but... You know what I'd be concerned about? I'd be concerned about all the work Sean did to get her where she is and her being so stable on her own. That she just takes it and runs with it somewhere what else. If she went, yeah, I would be so upset. Because if she, she, went if she runs that What if she goes she, to New Japan? What if she goes to Impact? That, that that toxic attraction thing and impact will work really we'll good. Definitely work. It'll it'll be like a we'll new definitely. a newer better version of the beautiful people. beautiful people. See, yo, listen, it's it's this is this is the issue. Because if I'm Sean, I'm definitely telling that the hunter, mm-hmm. you can't let her go anywhere. I know we had to fire her or whatever because of what the team said. It's like you can't let this woman walk nowhere else. It's She's like become this- super valuable. It's like when the master teaches the student that one trick that you're not supposed to teach the student. Mm. And now the student knows the trick and the student doesn't need the master anymore. It's mm. kind of like that. Right. She don't need them. She got enough to stand on her own. 
Mm-hmm. And she's now acquired all the skills to be great anywhere that she goes. So if I'm she, Sean, I'm like, you can't let her go nowhere. You, if you're going to fire her. And if you let her wait go until somewhere. This blows over and bring her back, because if she goes anywhere else, she's going to be amazing. If she goes anywhere that lets her still operate the website like AEW does with their talent. Mm. You you take what she's just learned these last two years in the ring and on promos and everything else, and you still let her keep that website. Right. You have a better a you have a page Bro. fans aunt that knows how to wrestle. Bro, let me give you let me run you this scenario. Because is this our last topic? Yes. Let me run you this scenario. Um, Jay Cargill, undefeated, TBS Women's Champion. It's like three months out from All Out. Mm-hmm. She got her and her baddies, and all of a sudden, they come on TV and announce they got a new baddie. And it's Mandy Rose. And everybody loves Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. She got her site. She popping on Instagram. She's still keeping all her stuff up. And her and Jade are like buddy, buddy as as them and the baddies. Mm-hmm. And then momentum start going. We start writing shit that makes things start going Mandy Rose way. And AEW is not a bad spot for Mandy. And closer and closer to All Out, there's this friction going on between Jade and Mandy. Mm-hmm. And Mandy Rose ends up taking over the baddies. And it's Jade versus Mandy Rose for the TBS Women's Championship. And she wins. I'm with it. It's it's money. Sean is breaking shit in the house. Yep. (laughs) No, Sean's not breaking shit. Sean's a good Christian man now. Hunter is breaking shit in the house. Hunter's breaking shit in the house. Road Dog is breaking shit in the house. Somebody, somebody on NXT team is like, God damn it. Sarah Amato is breaking shit in the house. Because that's possible. She's at a level where she can pull that off. Yes. And if you can if you can last in a believable angle with Jade Cargill to beat her, you're top shit. Like I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, a lot of people might not realize this, but when you sit back and think about it. Mandy has all the leverage right now. All the leverage. All like, of yeah, the they, leverage. They, yeah, they had the leverage with the allegations and all that stuff. But then once you fired her, you put all the leverage, you put all the leverage for her. You put all the eggs in her basket at that point. Exactly. She, You're absolutely she, right. She's she'd be like a page man's aunt that's that has all the skills. Yeah. And NXT, you only have a 30-day non-compete. So, so she only like got to wait a month. She could be somewhere, and you got to you you basically waiting until the middle of January. You're waiting until what January fourteenth, January fifteenth, yeah. and y'all better who Sasha don't call her with the bag. Because if Sasha call her with the bag, New Japan just acquired two main eventers for their women's like division that. off the bat, like that, and and just like that, their women's division is something you got to watch. Yep. Because now we got uh now we got Kati Singh, Sasha Banks, and Mandy Rose. Two of the best in NXT history, and then one of the best in the women's main roster of the last decade. They have factored just like that. Mm-hmm. They gotta talk to somebody gotta be talking to her. Cause I, I guarantee you they're keeping in contact. They're not just gonna 
let her go and be happy with wherever she goes. Yeah, it's no. not a Lana situation. They mm-hmm. need her back. <laughs> yeah. Because she's a, she's a force. I was counting on her to get called up this year. Mm-hmm. So she's a force, man. They can't just let her go. Crazy. Crazy times we're in. Absolutely, man. But I think that's everything we got on the docket. I think it's about this time we jump in the shout outs. Who do you want taking them first, me or you? Um, I'll go first. Mine's are pretty quick. Gotcha. I want to give a shout out to Doghouse Gaming, of course. I want to give a shout out to two of my 2K people that have been um, creating different things and outfits, attires, different people. Uh, they're on Twitter and Instagram. I want to give my next two shout outs to Iconic 2K and 2K Attires. Uh, I want to give a, a shout out to those two guys. If you're playing 2K still, if you interested in playing 2K in the future, if you're going back and playing 2K, they've made different community creations over the years to the point mm-hmm. where they have Patreons for this shit. It gets deep now. Um, if you've been away from 2K, from WWE 2K at least, it gets deep with the creations these days. And I've done, I've put in hours of creating shit myself. So I know the work they put in is not easy. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking for, you know, just nostalgic people or even current day people on the indies or the most recent outfit that just came from the pay-per-view that was so amazing, these are the guys you want to look at. So follow them on IG or Twitter, Iconic 2K and 2K Tires. And my last shout out, I want to give to Lionel Messi for becoming the GOAT. This is Damn you. Oh, man. Damn you. Messi. No, we don't. No, we don't do that here. It's getting messy out here, man. No. All right. So you know what? I was going to give shout outs. I'm not giving them now because that made me upset. No, (laughs) no, I'm still going to give my shout outs, man. First things first, all about wrestling podcast. They always show us mad love. They just went to an expo recently at the 2300 arena. Guys, make sure you check out some of the dope stuff they did because it was pretty cool. If I do say so myself, always great supporters of the show, always showing us love. So we're going to return it right back. Make sure you check out their stuff. Next up, we're going to shout out, as always, RK Pop. Again, on YouTube. Shows us mad love. Always does his wrestling streams for every pay-per-view. Almost every other day, he plays the 2K game. Does some great stuff there. Go check out his content as well. And then we're going to do one more shout out. We're only going to stick it to three this time. But Mr. Awesome on YouTube. Recently on the show. Great guy, great supporter. Just hit that 500 milestone. Go show that man some love. Go check out his awesome giveaway that he's doing. He's doing not one, not two, not three, not four, but five giveaways. So make sure you go show him some love. Go sub to his channel. Check him out and see how you can enter them giveaways because you are not going to want to miss them. And I believe that's it for me this week. Stevie, you got anything else you want to add? They brought back Tribute to the Troops to TV. I thought that was cool. And um, Messi's the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. The talk talk stops. 
I'm, I'm sick of it. All right. He's the greatest. He is the greatest of all. T- that's it. No more. You are going to give me an aneurysm before we sign off of this show. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it, man. All right. Well, guys, that's that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in again. You guys know where you can find us. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Make sure you check out our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Make sure you check out the Dangerous Jobbers website dot com. And that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you stay up. Make sure you stay blessed. And as always, stay